Hello, this is James Ridler for Food Manufacture, and today I'm talking to Hannah Sutter, Chief Executive and Founder of uh, Keto Snack Brand Fat. Uh, thank you for speaking with me today. So first of all, could you give us a brief overview of yourself and how fat came into being? Um, well, I got into ketogenic food and, and ketogenic eating in about 2000, um, and rather madly decided to start a business uh, making very 100% natural keto food way back in 2004, 2004 and five, and um, obviously thought that, that that market would grow a lot quicker than it did um, and, and, and have seen obviously the market expand and grow over the last few years and then took one of our core products, uh, this bar, this sort of ketogenic, natural ketogenic bar, not using any sweeteners, and sort of re sort of re proposed it, if I put it like that, for for the, this growing market in the form of fat this year. So it's it's not um, it's something we've been working with for many years, but we felt now the market is ready in a much in a much broader way, if I can say it like that, for this type of product. Now, obviously, recently you've announced a brand fresh refresh uh, covered with a launch into yeah. Whole Foods Market and Planet Organic. Um, how are you supporting yeah. this, and are you expanding your production capabilities to help with that refresh? Well, we've been having to expand our production capabilities pretty much across all our foods for the last two, three years. And yes, we are now preparing for even bigger numbers as we're taking fat into Europe and into the States. So, um, yes, we are expanding our production uh, capabilities. Uh, how have we supported it in the UK? We've supported it with um, in-store promotion. We've, uh, promoted, we've helped promotion through uh, working with a PR agency to help us sort of build our social uh, communication. And we do also a bit of advertising as well. But uh, most of it is in-store or social. Is it possible for you to expand a little bit on um, your expansion? But um, do you produce uh, the products yourself or do you outsource? We outsource. We, we um, outsource production to a specialist manufacturer who we have worked with for a billion years. <laughs> We've worked with them for many, many years. Um, they're very, 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 very good at MPD, particularly when you're not working with traditional ingredients. So that's been one of our biggest problems as a business expanding is finding manufacturers who can work with us where you are really breaking the rules. And, and we, you know, we've developed a, a range of cookies, which we work again with a fantastic uh, third party. But it took them some time to almost look at the way I was developing my recipes and how I, how I process the recipes in a very different way to normal cookie processing. So, so the manufacturing side in, is, is fantastic when you get it right because once you crack it, it really opens up an enormous amount of opportunities, but it's quite a lot of work. I mean, because we just don't use, I mean, we don't even use any sweeteners of any type, and yet our products definitely have a sweet flavor, but they're not using any type of sweeteners as, as people know it. So um, that, that's quite a skill. Now, with your launch uh, into Whole Foods Market and Planet Organic, and obviously you're already selling into uh, Amazon through online, 
Um, is there yeah. any plans in the future to then expand into maybe the big four supermarkets? In a general, is brick yeah. and mortar a direction for you or are you going to stay in these sort of more specialised areas? I think there's some fantastic opportunities coming down the line for the main retailers, the bigger, the bigger chains. Um, obviously, the world of keto has been driven primarily outside main retail. And it's come about through an enormous growth in America and, a, and an online growth, this sort of underworld of online shopping, <clears throat> which COVID has obviously accelerated. Um, but with the changes coming to rules on sugar, salt and fat, I do genuinely believe that there will be some fantastic opportunities for companies like us that produce products which do not fall foul of the new legislation. So that's coming down the line. So yes, um, I think there's some fantastic opportunities to be had in due course. I mean, I'm not talking about tomorrow or next week, but I think the main retailers might find that looking at these more specialist and alternative products could fill up quite a few areas of the supermarket, which at the moment those products that they use can't be because of legislation. Recently, they announced the the, uh, the complete ban of um, junk food. Until mm. after nine o'clock on on TVs and obviously completely online, is that something that you think that you in particular can capitalise on? Well, we we didn't change our products to meet that legislation. We just have always been like that. You know, we don't have any sugar or any anything even like sugar in our products of any type. You know, it's not it's not about oh gosh we've got dried fruit. What do we do now? We don't we don't obviously use dried fruit or fruit juice. We don't use. Um, artificial or very processed ingredients so when you do your scoring you, you know I, i'm not trying to fit in with the legislation the legislation has really come towards me rather than anything else so yeah i mean obviously if, if we can help supermarkets provide uh choices for customers that fit the legal requirements but taste great that's fantastic i'd be delighted but um i think we're a little way off from uh knocking on my door now, for any brands that are wanting to sort of get into the keto space, what challenges do they face and what advice would you give to them? I think keto is getting very full. I mean, there are a squillion bars arriving every day that are, you know, keto. Um, and I think, you know, what I'd say is, is you've got to decide what type of keto you are. I mean, one, there's many different types of keto diets that are used for different purposes. So somebody trying to lose weight using keto would not be following the same type of ketogenic diet as somebody who's an endurance athlete or managing other types of medical conditions. So I think you've got to work out what type of keto you are. I think then you've got to then choose whether you're going to be a purist, as in providing something that's really clean, or you're just going to go for something as you know cheap as chips. Um, and I think that's you know, probably... These are the decisions that um, uh, somebody wanting to get into that market has to make and then understand some of the challenges um, of each of those different choices. But, you know, I think keto is growing fast. I can see why a lot of people want to get into it. Um, and I think there'll be more competition coming down the line. Why do they, in fact, what relation does that have to your business? Once I became into keto, I, I realized the power of fat. Rather than seeing fat as the enemy, I saw fat as my friend. And so early days, you know, we wanted to use the name fat in a number of our products. 
but we way back in 2005 it would have definitely been too controversial i think fat has gone through and is going through a change of image in the world and we love fat most of my products have all kinds of really good fats in them and we think fat is about energy it's about life it's about longevity it's a really good thing. So we were we felt very bold when we developed the name Fat um, with the agency, and we just really love it. And we hope that we will make Fat proud again, not just for us, but for everybody who who enjoys Fat and sees the brilliance of Fat as an ingredient and as part of food generally. Thank you very much, Hannah, for speaking to me today. It's very much appreciated. This has been James Riddler for Food Manufacture. <laughs>